How do I use Zoom? Is it the best platform for conferencing? How do I use it so I look like a pro? Well, these are just some of the hundreds of questions we're being asked by our clients at the moment. And luckily, we have the answers to help you navigate the world of Zoom. Thank you for stopping by, especially if you found this searching via Google. I'm Neil Bentley, CEO and founder of creative agency WebVid, which helps global clients achieve excellence in digital. I, like the rest of the video team, have been testing a lot in the past five weeks, utilising many different platforms like YouTube, Zoom, StreamYard and Hangouts, just to name a small number here. Today it's all about Zoom, as it can get confusing when cross-referencing the pros and cons of all scenarios in one article. So think of this being an inquisitive look into Zoom's software and working out if it's the platform for you. So let's start off by asking you if you're looking at Zoom for the best video streaming option and the best way to record a meeting at the highest quality. You are? Well, Zoom isn't for you. Don't worry, we'll be comparing some other platforms later that probably will suit you better. But if you are looking for a platform that allows you to connect up to 100 people with a user experience that is simple and almost foolproof, then Zoom is a contender. One of the most impressive points about Zoom is the low latency of the stream. This is achieved by the lower quality of the video and the audio that it produces. It's only a second or so out from the broadcast, which is great, very immediate and instant, which works well for questions and answers, e-learning and training. It's simple to set up a meeting and at the moment Zoom have waived their 40 minute limits during COVID-19. Normally you have to pay for that plan. Though to achieve this, you do have to run one meeting, then schedule another, then they lift the limits. You press the new meeting button, connect your audio and you're ready to invite participants. You can also schedule a meeting for a specific time, date and duration too. In this option, you get to choose a few more actions when the meeting starts, like security, enabling a waiting room and muting the participants when they appear in the meeting. Once you're in a meeting, if you're the host, it's good practice to utilise the mute all functionality when talking to the room. This does mean that their conversation won't impact on the communication you're trying to get across. Sharing your screen is another plus point of Zoom. It has an awesome array of inputs into the meeting from browser windows, a portion of the screen, file upload services like Dropbox, Google Drive and AirPlay functionality from iPhones and iPads. The latter is an awesome integration. All work flawlessly, maybe not in the highest quality, but that's not why you choose Zoom, like I mentioned earlier. Chat is also nicely integrated into a meeting, so you can easily communicate with participants and send links too. The user interface is slick and the grid view is also a real USP of Zoom. You can display 49 of the participants in the grid view at any one time or switch to singular speaker view if you so wish. Virtual backgrounds are a thing too. Maybe not a professional thing, but a thing nonetheless. It allows you to cut out your background without the use of a green screen and place you on a stock background image, or you can upload an image and use that one if you wish. It doesn't work that well as your image disappears in and out of the video. Uh, fun if you're doing a quiz, but not really for anything else. It does have a green screen option too, which if you have one in your setup at home with great lighting, works a treat. 
For an advanced user setup, we've tested Zoom with a virtual camera input from the A10 Mini Professional Switcher, and this works perfectly, as long as you're not using the input on another piece of software on the same machine at the same time, like streaming software OBS. It seems that Zoom wants it all to itself and has to be the first piece of software to access it. Now you can use them together if you prioritize Zoom first. So just talking about that wire switcher, well this gives you the ability to have multiple professional inputs coming into your presentation, as well as mixed audio and picture in picture. This is something that you would need if you'd like to take your presentations to the next level. Now, when recording Zoom meetings locally or to the cloud, we found the quality of the video to be poor and the audio to drift in and out of sync. The latter is a really big bugbear of ours, so that gets a huge red mark straight away. So to sum up, Zoom is a great meetings, presentation and fun tool. The ability to connect lots of people with low latency and an easy to navigate interface makes it a winner during these remote times. It's definitely worth downloading the software and using it for your next project, as long as video quality and video recording don't come into play. If they do, then hold tight for our next insight, which will reveal what we would recommend for this specific use case. Okay, stay safe and stay remote. And thank you very much for checking out webvid.com.